the it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> But it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. We're going to start the show the way I started with the people that I love that are instant family, which you are, by giving you a present. Oh, my and God. And you're going to open it. And you guys are not going to complain about the freaking tissue paper noise. Hold on. This is for... First, I want you to open the one. That's for you. And then I want for your sister. That's for you. Oh, my God. Okay. Thank you, Whitney. Don't, don't thank me till you've opened it. I mean, it could just be deodorant because... I want to tell you something. It could be mouthwash. You know those gifts where people give it to you and you're like, do I stink? This is a cologne that I, you might hate it. If your girlfriend hates it, you throw it in the trash. But this is Santa Maria Novella. Remember we talked about, you're a, I, I'm obsessed with like, I smell everything. Everything. A rat. Everything except a rat because you work in Hollywood. We smell those all the time. Is that smell good? It's like a tobacco smell. Oof. So, so good. We bonded instantly, uh, not just because we were amazing. We were trapped in a hotel together, <laughs> and he had no choice but to talk to me. But I am such a smells person, and you immediately were like, what's that smell? Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. I, I, this is so dorky. When I do a character, I pick a perfume. Hun- yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me too. It's so dorky. Penelope Cruz said it once in an interview, and I went, and for the character I did in your movie, I was like, she's this like brassy, makes too much money. She would wear something overpriced, but also tacky. Like, just because you have money does not mean you have class. Just because you have money does not mean you have taste. So I was like, I want to find an expensive perfume that, of course, I'm not going to pay for. I'm going to DM the brand and get it for free. Um, And... I I was wearing it just to kind of like experiment and it's the first thing you said and yeah. I was like we talked yeah. about perfume for yeah. like an hour. Yeah. yeah, I remember. I'm like there's no one I can talk about perfume with so I grew up in a department store. My mom worked at Bloomingdale's and I worked as a perfume girl at the counter. So anyway. This, this smells amazing. Is it good? Yeah. Because also don't you think perfumes smell different on different it, people? Yes and on different uh, yeah yeah yeah. It, it, Is it too? And I love no 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 because I love how it's kind of like has like this like tobacco but like it's not for every like day smoky. but it might just be a like this no, this smells really good or like, by the way I'm not I'm, I'm not saying it's just, it smells you guys really good. he's one of the best actors I've ever worked with so I kind of believe what he's saying but take it with a grain of salt no it I I swear to God by the way I believe you it smells amazing it is good right I have it. Yeah. And also Santa Maria Novella, like I love those bottle. It's from Firenze, Italy, which is Firenze, Firenze. Florence. Sorry, I'm tra- I'm trash. Uh-huh. I'm white trash, and I know you've seen me act, but I can't even act like I'm not off camera. Uh-huh. Like I, Firenze. By the way, I still say Hermes. Is it Hermes? Is it Hermes? Her- I tweeted out, "Hey Hermes, you need to make a commercial clarifying how to pronounce, <laughs> because there's a lot of influencers in LA." Arguing Hermes. at parties about this brand. So clarify for the idiots that have new money and don't know. 
the it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> But it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Well, and I brought you a little something, too. A big something. Where is it? Have I drank it already? Where did I put it? Okay. Where is it? Do you... Do you... It's under me? Oh, sorry. Okay, sorry. I'm just... It's inside me. I... <laughs> He brought me his tequila. I'm like, where is it? Oh, excuse me. Hold on. Hold on. There it is. Smells great. So this is your tequila. Yeah. It's not out in the U.S. yet because we just wanted to launch in Mexico first. Is this contraband? Yeah. It is. Just for you. You know what else isn't out in the U.S. yet? Women's rights. So it's fine. It th we get things later than everyone else. <laughs> we just, it takes us a while. This is, did you carry it on the plane? Or check it? I had the guys send me bottles here for friends and- No fentanyl? <sighs> This isn't like the Mexican cocaine I've been using recently, right? <laughs> just kidding. I've never done cocaine, which is weird. Should we do it right now for the first time? So is that what this is here? We also have salt. We're going to make, I'm going to have for the first time, then we're going to talk about Diego's fucking ridiculously impressive world takeover as what I believe is going to be the biggest movie star in the world. For sure. Um, and we're going to get to it all. But podcasts are casual. They're fun. They're easy. People are going to see you on talk shows answering all these questions. On this show, you're going to hang out. Yeah. And we're going to freaking drink and have a yes. good time. I love it. You're off the clock. This is going to be fun, except you're going to have to call the police when, I, when you see what kind of person I turn into when I drink tequila. <laughs> well, this is something. So I've, I've been drinking tequila. Yeah. You run point. Okay. Where are the okay here? Do you do you normally drink on the rocks or neat? I'm a comedian. Comedians put roofies in drinks and we just Is this ice? Little that's ice, ice, but these are these are the ice cold yeah. rocks so yeah. so that the ice yeah. will melt your drink and dilute it. Yeah. Okay. So so this is not a mezcal. The difference between no. mezcal and this is one is smokier, right? So the difference so I'll tell you here. Okay. I'll just have to try it. Um, the difference between oh. mezcal and tequila is the following. Tequila is made out of blue agave. It's only made out of blue agave. One type of agave, and it has denomination of origin in tequila Jalisco. Jalisco is a state. The capital of that state is Guadalajara. Yes. Okay? Yes. And tequila is... A re like a like a region or like a town in Jalisco, mm. so it has denomination of origin like champagne. Can I ask you, do is that the place that like blue agave was indigenous to that? Because I'm sure other places could grow, but is it like that? That's a good question. I don't. Did you hear know. that? Good question. See, I should have a podcast. <laughs> I deserve this. I asked a good question. I don't know how if about, it's how about this. You guys, Google it. <laughs> I'm definitely going to find out, uh, but. I'm a tequila lover. I've been drinking tequila my whole life. There's different categories. How young did you start? I mean, I first tried tequila with my dad when I was like 12. I, you're like, I was breastfed tequila. My mom started me early. <laughs> Salud. Salud. Cheers. Salud. Cheers. Salud. So I want to not be a trash American asshole. 
I look you in the eyes. Yeah. Okay. If not at seven years of bad sex. Seven more? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, is there such a thing as good sex? Wait. Hold on. We'll circle back to that. But, so I don't drink this off someone's tits. I don't put salt on it. Don't put salt on it. You just sip it. Just have a sip. Like, you just, like, like little kisses. Okay? Before you try it, just let me tell you really, really Little kisses? You, these? <laughs> Exactly. You have to, with Americans, with drinking, like, in a way that we appreciate it. Because I think a lot of times Americans, we drink to get it over with. We just yeah. go, Bleh. But, like, yeah, this no. is appreciate it. Yes. Slow down. Yes. Small sips. Yes. Small sips. Looking at the eye? That's too much. No, you don't, you don't have Can to. Can I look at her? Can I look at <laughs> anyone else? <laughs> We're just like, uh. <laughs> Okay. Small sips. Yeah. The it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Okay, every tequila I've ever drank burns. Burns. Of course. Not this one. And by the way, you're like, and then you're like, all right, I guess I'm just going to do that. And I think that tequila makers in America, they like watching a girl just gag. They're like, yeah. They're like, I'm like, this is this is supposed to be an enjoyable experience. This is news to me. It also coats your mouth like a, it's very sexual. That was so, like, have you felt it on your mouth? How much am I allowed to have? As much as you want. What's, okay, and tell me why you named it this, because okay. I'm fascinated by that. So we called it the frente, which means straightforward. Like, just straightforward. This is a blanco tequila. There's different categories. You have silver or blanco. You have reposado. You have añejo. Okay. And you have Cristalino, which is an aged silver. The only category where you cannot put any additives is a Blanco tequila. Now, different to wine or whiskey, right? People think, oh, the older, the better. Not with tequila. True tequila Only lovers, with women. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that said, my tits are only two years old. So... <laughs> You know, old brain good. You know, we gotta sometimes tune up other parts. <laughs> I've 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 always loved older women. That, like always. Okay. Um, Smart. That's by the way, the best guys do. And you know what's crazy? I always thought like when I by the way, it's so weird that when your body is the tightest, you're the dumbest. It's so unfortunate. I'm like, I was the craziest when I was so like young, but now and then I thought, I was like, oh my God, when I get older, I'm just going to be put out to pasture. Like, it, you know that the number one porn uh, search is MILF. No way. Men, Didn't when know. no one's looking, are like, I just want to see a mature woman with some cellulite, like, who might have, because dark nipple, after you give birth, your nipples are darker because the baby has to find it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and a MILF knows how to fuck. A lot of these young porn girls are like, eh, 
I was like, is she okay? Whereas MILFs are like, let's fucking move. I got 10 minutes. We're in, we're out. So anyway, I, I appreciate that because I think there's a myth that men like younger women. I don't think that's true. It's a myth. No, no I mean, I I always dated older until my current girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I always dated older men because I just, we needed someone to drive me to school. <laughs> now that I have my own car, I only date younger. <laughs> so it's, because older now, I'm like, I, your knee, your knee doesn't work. I, you're slowing me down. <laughs> Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, it's just I can't. I can't deal with an ex-wife who's yelling at me. I, like I just am like, I need a little bit younger just for now. Not emotionally younger, but like, because yeah. younger, younger guys, like you know, the older men, at least in America, it's not their fault, but like they didn't see Beyonce, they didn't see Oprah, they didn't see a black president. Like now these younger guys, they have different data on women. They didn't watch a bunch of movies where women were just the sex object, you know, mm -hmm. like they're, you're make you just made a movie where the girl was th fucking 10 dimensional and, and guys are going to see that. I'm sorry to be serious, but this, like it bring it truly, I'm not even joking. Like it brought me to tears to even be a part of this movie, even though I'm a monster at it, which you're amazing. I love I mean, it. Was, you're the so fact that you guys left that stuff in is like psycho. The fact that you were boxing with Giovanni Porta. Who Wait, wrote the, the writer. <laughs> the, literally, we're about to shoot the scene where I'm boxing, being like an asshole. And they're like, you know, let's just have like him and I had, he's amazing. He's hilarious. We were like, um, and, there, and Jonah, the director, who is like, Amazing. He's going to be the biggest. Yeah. He's who fucking Woody Allen thinks he is. Sorry. Woody Allen's movies are not that. They're not funny. I said it. They're not that good. I said it. And he goes to Madrid and fucking to make it seem better than it is. It only the only reason we're watching it is because you shot it in Spain and you know that. Um, and so uh, uh, oh, it drives me nuts. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson and um uh, uh Penelope. how dare you waste their time i know how much they got paid so <laughs> we're shooting and like it felt like a family it was it was like sometimes when two good things are too good to be true they seem they are and the when i worked on your movie i went this is too good to be true and it's true like no shoe's gonna drop and that was very weird for me like I went into the bathroom after we shot and I went, they can't use any of that. Like it was too fun. I just had fun in a scene. There's no way they're going to use it. The network's going to say no, da da da. I failed them. I went too far. And then I watched the movie and I'm like, you left in the Shirley Temple thing? Like that's calling out Hollywood. I, and then I was like, cause I got, I went into the bathroom and I was like, I can't believe I did that. Now they can't use it. They're going to get into post and they're going to be like, Whitney didn't give us any usable takes. I thought you were going to get into post and go, the one day I wasn't on set, this fucking bitch goes. The hard part was choosing what to because <laughs> everything was so fucking funny. We, they let me go. We went for 30 minutes. I was like, you guys, this is going to be 10 seconds. In the like, what do I, it was an embarrassment of riches. We were having so much fun. But so then the writer and I were having, everyone's having dinner. That never happens on a, on a movie. The, 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 the producers don't talk to that. It's not one big happy family. Usually, because I, I I came down to Mexico and I, you guys have been shooting a couple weeks. I was like, I'm going to be, walk. you know, when you walk onto set after people have been there two weeks, yeah. people are already fighting. 
two people have already had affairs and broken up. <laughs> people are, you're walking into a nightmare and everyone's like, can you get me the thing? And you're just like, I'm only here for a couple of days. Just, just, just don't let this affect you. And so the writer, they're like, how about he's the personal trainer in it? The person I'm going to be a dick to that I'm punching at. And I'm like, I kind of want to be in the sequel, you guys. So can I not punch <laughs> the writer? <laughs> like, what if I hurt? I was literally like being an asshole to him in the scene. So I was like, and then afterwards, I'm like, sorry, I love you. And I love the script and I'm sorry. And then I do want to finish this conversation about the tequila because then I want to tell you a story about your sister, who is a producer on the movie, who is... My boss. <laughs> Every, my boss. Everyone's boss. The, the, the nicest person you'll ever meet who's also weirdly terrifying because you don't want to disappoint her. Everyone was like just on their best behavior because you guys were leading by example with these huge hearts. And I went, wait a second. There's a way to make movies with all this pressure and all this stress and all this deadlines we have to meet. And no one's up. No one. It doesn't have to be done be that nice. way. It'd be nice. You know who and does it fun. in America? The only person is Adam Sandler. He he goes. We're going to Hawaii. Bring your family. We're working eight to six. We all have dinner together. I hire the same people every time. Yeah. Every movie makes ninety million dollars. People love it, yeah. and it, you feel it on the screen that yeah. they're having fun and really love each other. Yeah. Shalom. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, when you're at your best, you can do great things, but sometimes life gets you bogged down and you feel overwhelmed or like you're not showing up at it the way that you want to. You know what, BetterHelp? I like that you wrote that for me to read, but I'm going to be honest. Things are a little bleaker for me. I wish my biggest problem was being overwhelmed. Um, <laughs> my biggest problem is we can't find my mom's ashes. I'm not fighting overwhelm. I'm not overwhelmed enough about my mom's death. I'm still laughing about it, which means I need to cry soon. What I actually like is you can switch and have different people because truly sometimes I'm like, I kind of want to talk to a guy about this. Then I kind of want to talk to a woman about it. You know, it's just like that's my own stuff. Like I don't need... Well, these are just all better help counselors on all these screens. <laughs> I'll just, what if all these computers just had like better help counselors? Just, well, hold on. You, hold on. Hold on. Uh, uh, Dr. Dr. Mason, give me one second. I just, I have another better help counselor on. I just want to run it by him. Don't go anywhere. You both, okay. So you, I like to pit them against each other. I'd be like, so what did you say? Okay. Well, he just said this. So he just said, you don't know what you're talking about. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. That's basically what I was just saying. Was I not saying this exact thing? <laughs> Visit BetterHelp.com slash Whitney today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Whitney. I want to hear more about, stop, I, I can't, stop letting me talk. I can't get this down my gullet if I talk. You have to tell me to shut up. No. Uh, I worked on this for two years. It's a silver tequila. Why silver? Like true tequila lovers always drink silver because it's the only one with no additives. The Reposado and the Añejo, they all put vanilla. Next time you try Don Julio 70 or uh, literally smell it. Because they want it to taste like a stripper. Stop making tequila for kids. Don't put, don't put flavors in it. It's like, remember when they put flavored vapes and everyone was like, this is obviously just for children. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then you, you're you robbed of the tr building a relationship with how tequila is supposed to taste. So I've always been obsessed with trying to find the smoothest silver. 
Why silver? Because there's no additives. There's no fucking vanilla. And by the way, additives, sorry, are what give you headaches the next day. Yeah, hangover. Do you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Clean. The only thing I can drink that doesn't give me a like hangover and also bad sleep. Mm-hmm. So you sometimes you have a couple drinks, it, sugar, bullshit, and then you get the worst sleep of your life. And you're not getting real. The purer what you drink is, the better your sleep the better your day the next day. 100%. What's the point of relaxing with a great drink if the next two days your body and brain are trashed? Yeah, yeah. And I partnered up with this amazing company. Let's go. This is... You, you, get, you get It was a pretty paltry... Okay. Where I come from, you try to get girls drunk. Okay? What's, what's this shit where you're... Did you see? He gave me this much. <laughs> God. Stingy. Stingy. <laughs> I found these amazing guys... Uh, uh, who run a company called Casalumbre, and they uh, they make mezcal Montelobos. They they did te- tequila uh, Milagro back in the day. They've been doing this for Milagro, a very long time. which means miracle. Miracle. Yeah, yeah. And you know they're uh, they're Jewish. They're they're Mexican. They're super smart. They have such a great operation. Uh, and we partnered up together, and they said Diego. There's an opportunity here to do a Blanco tequila, which is just super smooth, and it's not 100 bucks a bottle. You know, very similar to what Tito's Vodka I hate that shit. I hate that shit. When something is like, yeah, of course it's delicious, but it's only for five rich people. It's just like, I hate that prohibitively. I don't like that only rich people can afford to relax and enjoy nice things. Yeah, I mean. And look how big the bottle is. Sometimes they'll sell you something for $200 and it's this big. You're like, look at what Tito's Vodka did. You know, Tito's Vodka just revolutionized it. Killed it. I know people that drink it all day in a red cup. (laughs) I mean, yeah. At work. And you have, you had Grey Goose before and Belvedere. And then Tito said, there's no status in overpaying. (sighs) That's what, that's what Tito's Vodka, like, like that was their... Like that was when I see someone with like a prohibitively expensive like when you're drinking wine and someone's like here's the Chateau de Pop that's yeah. two hundred dollars you're like the Petrus this isn't fun because we're all just like like stressed out that we're gonna spill like don't open it you're causing stress because this is so expensive this is supposed to be relaxing and fun I look at this bottle and I go you're sharing this with your friends and family yeah it's 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 a family you know it's thirty two bucks a bottle. You know, uh, and we... Really? Yeah. 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 But wow. we wanted to launch it in Mexico first. So yeah, we, we started working on this like two two years ago. And I was like, guys, I'm only going to do a tequila if I can say it's the best tequila I've ever had. And let me say something about... Because right now, there's a little bit of an epidemic, I think, in Hollywood. and And I don't blame them. Like go do what you have to do for your backup plan. Like any actor who's like, or actress who's like, I'm 45, I'm famous. I'm going to put my name on an alcohol so that I can make money in my sleep Mm -hmm. and not have to like go to, you know, Albuquerque for eight months out of the year. Can you imagine? Dude, we work so hard to, to, to get these huge opportunities. They finally come your way and they're like, Hey, Whitney, it happened. Offered to be star in a show with your favorite director, writer. I'm like, oh my God. So great. Where's the shoot? You now live in Albuquerque nine months out of the year. I'm like, yeah, I know. No thanks. I know. I, I love know. you, Albuquerque, but like, I got horsey, I got dogs. I can't just live in Albuquerque in like 
an Airbnb, you know, like a camping, you know, so, yeah. so a lot of actors now they have a, t- they have a wine, they have a, you know, a, a gin and you're like, I'm not mad at you for doing this. This has always happened in Hollywood. Put your name on a furniture line of this, but they don't have time to be involved. Their perfumes, like the fact that you aren't just, that's not what this is. You know what I mean? No, and that means so much. And we worked so hard. And I was, I was tough. I was like, listen, I'll do, I, I would, I would do blind tastings. I did, I don't know how many blind tastings because I had my favorite silver tequila that I always drank. And I was like, until I don't like this more than what I drink, it's not done. I just learned something about you. Uh, that's fascinating. And sorry, I feel like this podcast, we have fun, but then sometimes I go like, wait, here's the lesson I'm learning. Cause I think everyone that listens to podcasts for the most part, they want to laugh, but they also kind of want to learn. I have a theory that most people don't want to stay dumb or ignorant. And if they do, that's fine, but they're not going to come here, you know, but I struggle in what I do as a leader and making art or stuff with the vocabulary to explain. So Different words mean different things to different people. Mm-hmm. So I have a, a June Shine brand. This is my um, hard kombucha, right? Oh. And when we did tastings, I had a hard time using words that everyone, that it translates. So uh-huh. you go, it's just too, um, like, bitey, you know? And everyone's like, no. Like, well, you know how, like, it kicks at the end, but then it's like, in the beginning, and they're like, No. Like, how did you learn? Because also with the movie, it's very clear that you, the director, Monica, the set designer's costume, you were able to talk to people with language that and maybe it's different in, uh, you know, in America because we're not connected to our feelings. So maybe you were able to give feedback in a way that they like real and you have the vocabulary to understand. What are the words you use in a blind tasting to go? I want this to be more blank, more Less bling. So this very famous uh, Mexican singer who passed, Juan Gabriel, who has the second largest music catalog in the world after the Beatles. I mean, he was like a mentor and we did some songs together and stuff. And we were writing a song and I was like 15 years old and I was trying to make, you know, I I was writing it about this girl and I was like, but I feel that it's like the moon and like the stars. He was like, Diego, 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 Diego. The Beatles are the Beatles. Because what you're feeling, they were able to just say it and I want to hold your hand. Yep. It's so, the virtue is in making something that you feel. It's so complicated, simplifying for everyone for everyone to understand. It is harder to be simple. 100%. It's the truly intelligent, like brilliant people can distill a very complex emotional Into thing. Into something that everyone understands. Yeah. That's what we do as comedians. We have to go... I want to convey this notion, but when I say it this way, no one laughs. It makes sense to me. And when I say it this way, half the people laugh. Still not there. Now I got to pick a different word. Now applause break. Got That's it. That's why comedians are so smart. Mm, some of them. <laughs> some of us. So so how, so that's fascinating to me. Like, and was that something? As soon as he said it, you got. It was like. Oh yeah, it stuck. It stuck, and I apply it for everything in my life and in my work and everything. Do you want to know something that, like, these moments in your life where you, because to me, I look at your career, I look what you and your sister and your mom and are building, and I go, that guy got so much wisdom so young. Most people, I'm like, w- like, I'm fascinated. What's the best advice you got? Like, 
like one of the best pieces of advice I got from a teacher. A lot of teachers sucked that we had. And yeah. that's not their fault. They're underpaid. Yeah. They're like, these kids are monsters. Why invest in them? Like, you know, he's he obviously saw the potential in you and how hard you were working, how talented you were. But, you know, I I've always had trouble kind of articulating. I kind of we call it like neurodivergent now, but I didn't know how to ask for help. I would stay confused and try to solve it on my own. Mm. And I remember being in a music class and uh, I was horrible at music. I'm so dyslexic. I just, I couldn't do it. I just was like, and the teacher would talk to me and I wouldn't, I wouldn't understand what he meant. I'm really good at seeing someone do something and then I can do it. But if someone tells me how to do it, I'm like, Bleh. like, I'm just like, cause I get distracted by like the zit on their face and their teeth. And I'm like, why wouldn't you floss? That's weird. Like I get distracted. My OCD. I'm like, do you think you're pulling that to pay off? Like, you think I don't see it? Like, so I get distracted. But if someone just does it in front of me, I can do it. But I was trying to figure out how to play like a recorder or some bullshit. Excuse me. I'm very busy. I'm like the biggest star in Mexico. Excuse me. Sorry. The fact that my phone is not on, is off, is wild. Um, and he said, it's better to not practice at all than to practice sloppy Practice makes perfect, but it has to, perfect practice makes perfect. Yeah. Better to not practice at all for a week than practice shitty every because you're gonna develop yeah. and that changed my life. Cause I was like, I'm just gonna study while I'm running. Well, I'm just do it intensely and well. Better to do for 10 minutes than shitty for four hours. Yeah. That that's great advice it's like the kind of thing where you're like, yeah, duh. But <laughs> yeah. I just needed someone to say it to me because I think, I don't know if this is the same, you know, for you. In America, we're so focused on working hard and not smart. Mm -hmm. And we don't acknowledge how neurology works. If you're working hard but distracted, your brain, is you're, the muscle memory is you're going to just keep doing, you're going to go on autopilot and do that. So the people that I know that are, speak the most languages, play the most instruments, they learned it in six months. They just focused on it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm terrible at multitasking. If I, if I'm doing someone, by the way, that just produced four movies. Okay. Yeah. Produced four <laughs> movies, starred in it, produced it, but yeah. That's I, why you, my sister's amazing. How about this? I think we're terrible at multitasking on things that bore us. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. know, people pathologize me a lot and they're like, you have ADD, you have this. And I'm like, no, I'm just bored. I, I can multitask when it's stuff. Haley's like, uh, <laughs> Haley's like, uh, uh, do you want to chime in here, Haley? <laughs> once I act, once you wrangle me, you know, we have three shows in post-production right now. And it's just like, I'm literally like, you know, but I think that we're good at things that we love. Yeah. Kids, when they're bad in school, they just, they're bored. I think, you know, and it's like you have to learn math. I know it's boring, but the teacher has to find a way to make it interesting to a 10 year old. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, when you have a great teacher, it's my thing is do the chalk in color. Don't make it white chalk. Boring, boring. Make math colorful. You know, so it's like I think we just, you know, sometimes don't want to admit something's just kind of boring. Boring. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm great at multitasking when it comes. I mean, it's like I say I say I'm bad at multitasking, but then I could date four guys at once. It's like it, you know. It's like it's that's just, an art. Yeah, it's that's you know, an art. Not not a very uh, 
uh, valuable one. Um, but this is, it's weird because I think that everyone has this story about alcohol or liquor. Whiskey makes me angry. You know, gin mm. makes me racist. Like they'll be like, ah, you know, on gin, I just start hating Mexicans. You're like, no, you're racist. Like that's not the gin, you know what I mean? But I think so much of when it's so much of that's about the additives and the shit that's in these half of these drinks that we drink are poison. Listen, the tequila I used to always drink had additives. Don Julio 1970. The guys that I was making this with go, Diego, just smell this. Does this Clo mean? Close your eyes. I go, shit, this smells like a vanilla ice cream. He goes, yeah, it's vanilla. We want to make a silver tequila that's naturally smooth. So we found this incredible distillery in Atotonilco, which is in the in the tequila region, which you have to come to. It's, it's amazing. Dying to. And, you know, Ivan, who's our tequila master, I call him Dr. Agave because he's just incredibly smart um, and has made mezcals. And so it just he's incredible. You know, for two years, we're just like, okay, we have our distillery. We're very lucky because normally when you start something, you're sharing the kitchen with 200 other brands. So you can't really. Uh, Whoa, that's wild to think about. You know, you're at the mercy of what they're. You like, can't try shit out, you know, because you're sharing the kitchen with 200 other tequila brands that are starting. But we were very lucky because we had our own. We have our own distillery. So. Ivan was able to like really work his magic. He was like, Diego, I want to make this the way tequila was made way back in the day. Because everyone wants to rush. He's like, let me slow down and do the, as Navy SEALs say, my favorite saying, slow is the smooth. Slow is, and smooth is fast. Yeah. Hey, y'all. Too busy to cook or just won't do it because you're too much of a brat like me? Well, with Factor, skip the trip to the grocery store and skip the chopping, prepping, cleaning up, and crying too. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat it up and enjoy it. They changed my life when my mom died, which I will stop bringing up very soon. Factor supported me through my mom's death more than any of my own friends. It was like they were all healthy, and you just put them, like, heated them up. I put Sometimes I would just put them straight in the microwave. Sometimes I would put them in the oven. Head to factormeals.com slash Whitney50 and use code 50 to get 50% off your first box. That's crazy. That's code Whitney50. At first I was like, do they think I'm 50? It's 50% off. It has nothing to do with my face. Whitney50 at factormeals.com slash Whitney to get 50% off your first box. Love you. Do it. I feel like... You and me and your sister were like past life twins. Like we were, th we yeah. were like triplets, like in a past life. Yeah, <laughs> we like literally we've hung out we twice. Like this is us hanging out twice. By the way, we've hung out truly twice, and we like same brain. Sorry, and except he's way more talented. But anyway, nah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Ivan was like, you know, I want to bring a taonine. I go, okay, what is that? I go, well. It's a volcanic rock that's used to press the agave once it's cooked in these ovens made out of volcanic rock. And he's like telling me all these things. We go to the distillery. He's like, look, you cut the agave, the blue agave, you put it in these uh, ovens made out of volcanic rock. You put the agave in this, and I'll wow. show you pictures. 
this like big like round thing and there's this rock made out of volcanic rock that's pressing down as t-a-h-o-n-a say it again t-a-h-o-n-a I'm dyslexic, so we'll see what happens here. Ta, what comes up? Tahonabar. Our mission is to educate, give reverence to complexity and beauty no. of the. Me- is that here, not right? Me, no. Let me here. I have it right here. I'll show it to you. We can also put it in posts, like. Um, Shared albums. While you say this, I'm gonna say, so, this is fascinating. So, um, volcanic rocks. I just said, what are the properties? It's. They absorb and radiate heat very well, obviously. Yeah. It's a volcano, but it makes it so you can heat things without like fire and smoke and taint it. So the same way this ice is a rock that's cold, it's going to keep it pure. Mm-hmm. But also, it has oxygen and silicon, most abundant elements of volcanic rocks. It has other elements such as aluminum, calcium, iron, sodium. Oh, and- here it is. But, but Diego, do you see that volcanic rock has calcium, iron, and magnesium? Oh, so it's wow. also full of minerals. Minerals. Yeah. Yeah. And look, so this is it. And what's great is back in the day, this was pulled by a donkey, right? But in our distillery, it's all green. So you see all the, all the like agave, this? What? That's what, you, that's what we use to power the distillery. So it's all green. This is <gasps> these are the pineapples, which is what they're called. It's the agave. Once they cut the leaves, this is what they cook. So look. Wow. That is like a it's like Narnia for distilleries. It's so beautiful. And look at the fields. So in Atotonilco, wow. They have like this like uh like the earth is almost like red. And this is how you how the jimador, which is what that man, you know, what, what their job is, is to to cut the leaves of the blue agave. Wow. Um, this is the, you know. Can I tell you something? If this, this is the only guy, you're going to send me this photo, I want making my tequila. This guy. Wow. Oh, my God. Look at that. The, the shirt yeah. he's wearing, the brand. Oh. See, can I tell you, we have to return... Tasks like this to the artisans. Like, 100%. we're now going, oh, hey, my dad is in Hollywood. Now I'm going to run a distillery. You're like, no, no. These are the people that should be making stuff we put in our bodies. Oh, wow. <laughs> you too. You guys, look how happy you are. It's like, I'll invite you to come down to the distillery. You're gonna, you don't have to invite me. I'm already coming, whether you want me to or not. This is Moises, who's one of my partners. Okay. Uh, Single or? No, married. Okay. Well, doesn't end. Um, these are the ovens. So those pineapples. Are- I'm half Jewish, so I'm not going in an oven that's with that. I need to really think it through. But okay, I'll I'll be there. I'll just. So you put the the agaves in there. They get they. Do cooked. you before you cut them? This is the cooked agave, which is like so sweet, and that's kind of like the aftertaste that this has. It's like it's super sweet. So is the juice there clear? Yes. Wow. And that's the juice that the taona, that rock that I showed you, presses. You guys, if if people drink this tequila, will their hairline be this good? Is that just I just this is just saying whatever he's doing, do it. 
Wow. And, and it tastes so sweet. Um, let me ask you a question because I'm curious about the agaves. Like, I am a little bit, you know, I just lost two parents. I think when you get older and, you know, you start and you become a boss, you start to be more conscious of, I think a big problem we have in America is that the people, at the leaders at the top are mm-hmm. not, and I think it's intentional, ignorance, conscious of their supply chain. So I don't want to be a bummer, but we're just finding out that the cobalt in all these phones are made by children in the Congo. The people at the top should know that, you know? So mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that I buy, I'm like, is this humanely made? Mm-hmm. Where was this sourced? Mm-hmm. Was was someone paid $4 to make this? Because otherwise I don't want to participate. Like to, for you to be, this to be a supply chain that is so pure, it, you feel it. You feel it, you know, in America. I just wanted it to be authentic. Yeah. That's all I really cared. And and I wanted to be able to tell my friends, like, dude, this, this is honestly the best tequila I've ever tried that I've ever had. And it's smooth and it's there's no additives and it's not 200 bucks a bottle. You know what it's not? It's not mean. Of most tequila, I'm like, ah, okay, we had to do that. And then we have to, I, usually, do you realize most tequila, the whole deal is you have to chase it with a lemon because it's yeah. so hard to drink. Yeah. Why yeah. have we not been like, wait a minute, why did we enter into the reality that drinks should go, <laughs> like, it's crazy. We've ne- I've never been been um, seen that you should enjoy tequila because America, I guess the ones that have been made so far have been made by idiots, drunks. I don't know, because sometimes I'm like, were you so drunk on tequila that you forgot to Make sure it tasted good to people that haven't drank yet. I don't know. Like at least it's a tequila made by a Mexican. There we go. You know, I mean, I mean, most things in America are made by Mexicans. We just don't credit them. But <laughs> um, that's a different story for another day. Uh, we just don't pay them or <laughs> give them benefits or insurance. But we'll, we'll deal with that later. But also, the reason I'm drinking a lot of this in front of you is because I want to show like we've done episodes where we'll like drink and just for fun get Whitney drunk like. I'm not getting dumb. I'm not getting, I'm, I feel like warm and more present. So I think a lot of people drink to check out. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah, no, me neither. I want to be more present. Of course. And more um, soft, you know? And yeah. I think a lot of people. Relaxed. Are, I think a lot of people are in so much pain that yeah. they kind of drink to go. Forget. And, but there's so many people that don't want that. I mean, I. We did an episode of a show with the magician, and I don't like magic. I, it's it's morally wrong. I think it's the devil's work. I magicians, I'm happy for you, but get, don't come near me. I, I I'm very, I just don't pull that shit around me. It's not right. You're it's people going, hey, I'm gonna lie to you, and we're like, cool, like it's weird. And there's no female magicians really, which because if a man is like lies to you, we're like. Magic. If a woman does a card trick, people are like, see, Which, I told you, women lie. They're crazy. What I say, like, it's like, I, you I know, never thought about it. You, you're right. Yeah, there's no, no female magicians. Well, there's one in Vegas now named Jen Kramer. She's new. She's she's huge now. I talked about this once, and then someone reached out and was like, no, there is one now. But if a man is on stage and they like, also, why why is your main trick sawing a woman in half? Ew. People are like, watch me saw a girl in a, like, 
think of another trick. Why, like, ooh, no, why did, and then people are like, she saw it in half, yay, good. Can you also tape her mouth shut while you're at it? Like, it's just so weird. <laughs> like, why, this is a weird act. And I'm a comedian and I say some really wild shit. And I'm like, and then they'll like lie. They put, they put birds in their pocket. Like, stop it. Stop. Like you're this is gross. And they're just, you know, they're weird. You know, they're weird. And we all know it. Like David Blaine's like, I'm going to puke up a frog. We're like, here's $10 million. It's like, by the way, call me. Um, <laughs> I will say something about David Blaine. I'm going to say it. I don't care. You know you know this happened and you know I have a crush on you. But we were at a private thing. A friend of mine, the singer Sia, we had David Blaine at her uh, birthday. And it was just a couple of us. And we were talking and he did kind of call me out because I joke. I made, I made fun of him on Twitter once. I didn't mean to. I just was like stupid. Back in the day when we were all tweet jokes, those days are over. Um... And it was a joke about Chris Angel, that other one. I don't know. It was just silly. It was like flirting. You know, comedians, when we make fun of you, we just, we want to be your friend and we screw up, whatever. So he, at the party, he's like, hey, remember when you like made fun of me on that thing? And I was like, oh, sorry. I didn't, I totally forgot. Um, and then we started talking. And he was like, is that the new iPhone? And I was like, yeah. And he like grabbed it. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Comedians, we just make jokes. It's nothing. I didn't think you'd ever see it. I'm sorry. I don't. I get in the car, hour later, phone rings, David Blaine. Programmed into my phone, he calls me. He had my phone for maybe 10 seconds, 15 seconds. That's a trick I can get behind. <laughs> that is magic I like. And it was like how, you know, so that you can have good game, but don't don't pull a bird out of your, you know, lapel. Um, like here's a bunny I've had in my pocket for two days. <laughs> like, you know, like, <laughs> so anyway, we're on the podcast. I get a margarita. It's like a margarita from the store, eight, $12. I'm sipping it. I black out four hours later, the, the footage I will send it to you. I'm like, you're a witch. I wear magic underwear. They're doing AIDS. What magical vaginal cream? Like her Kegel? Do you do? What is wrong with me? Why do you want me to be alone forever? I saw you in half, motherfucker. It was forty-eight proof alcohol. What? Why is that even for sale? What? Why is that even forty-eight? Forty-eight. I. I've never blacked out drunk in my life. I've never, I just was thought I was sipping a margarita. We're like, we're having yeah. margaritas. I, it, we're still really good friends. It went fine. We make, you probably haven't even seen this episode, Haley. I was like, why are people selling poison to make people black out? That's not what alcohol should yeah, be for. This is 35. But like, I'm saying this was a, for a bottle this big. It was a one person size. It that's, was like a can. That's insane. It was one serving. That's insane. And we're sipping this. You know what I mean? And like, I'm just learning that alcohol can be to make, to connect deeper, not go numb and forget. A hundred percent. You're looking at me like, this is, this girl's sad. This is No, like, we need to hang out more. <laughs> most Americans don't know, like live like that. We don't know to, how to enjoy life. Yeah. Yeah.
Yeah. Like, that's why I don't live here. I come here for two days at a time and I get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> but so tell me, like, because as someone that is, I mean, look, I do a lot of shit, but you yeah, are you a lot of shit, but you are spinning so many plates. And I just go, what are what are the pieces of advice you got that that changed your life? And what are the little things as someone that is now starring in movies little things where you go, you know what what are your rituals where you take care of yourself and make it so you don't break in half hmm. that's a good question uh besides your sister doing everything <laughs> yeah. i mean i'm i'm very close to my family i mean you saw that I but mean, but most people's family aren't as cool as your family like he's yeah, close have, to his family a cool but family. a lot of times that makes someone a nightmare you're like, can you be less close to your family? Because they're like his, your family is like, you guys are like best friends. My mom was always like, my friends would come to my house to hang out with my mom, not to hang out with me. She's, the, we're literally at this table. I'm a comedian. You're a famous comedy actor. You literally, they cast people off TikTok that were the funny, had the fun. Your mom is funnier than anyone. We're like, put her in the movie. Like she should do my part. <laughs> like she's hilarious. She actually has a small part in in the movie. Oh, that's right. And she did not want, it was just, we we needed someone who was American. My mom is from Detroit uh, for this little bit. And and Jonah went up to my mom and was like, Astrid, can you please? And she was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> she had a couple of gin tonics, <laughs> showed up on Saturday. I was like, okay, Jonah, what do you want me to do? <laughs> I was like, God damn She's it. like, hold on, let me just buy this NFT. Okay, what? I'm in. She was running a whole, like, digital economy during dinner. She's, like, buying NFT. She's buying Bored Ape. She's, like, <laughs> buying Ethereum. She's like, so my digital wallet. Meanwhile, I'm like, I can't get on Wi-Fi in Mexico. Can someone help me? She's like, all right, I just, I'm yeah, on she with- she went crazy it on that when we were shooting. I think she was bored and she was just like- what you know she's very smart she was in banking yeah and you know she was like what can i do okay great i'm gonna you know hop on this and she taught me it's like i think we're so trained to go like as you move on in life you're a mom like now you don't get to have your own life anymore i was like oh my she's like curious and she taught me stuff where she's like check out this uh ted talk check out this this and i was like Oh, I was kind of excited at 40 to stop learning and to have the excuse like, la, la, la. I don't know. She's just like, no, I'm not going to. My life's just beginning, you yeah. know, and I think that's like the coolest thing. She yeah. inspired me so much. She's 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 I mean, she's the life of the party. Always. How did you you and Monica? I'm obsessed with the fact that in romantic comedies, I'm just going to say it in the past. I just did a really brutal uh, graphic sex scene that's coming out on the, the Fox show next week. I have this theory that until very recently, no sex scene has been acting. Like everyone kind of secretly drinks. We're just like, let's just kind of go for it. Cause it'll look better. You know what I mean? We, I'm not speaking for you, but like in TV before, like I have a boyfriend, you have a girlfriend. We have 20 minutes to shoot this because the production's a mess. And now there's no, intimacy there's no one there you know it's an open set they say it's a closed set it's not and you're just like let's just fucking make out let's just drink three things of fucking vodka just hook up and kind of just do it because like honestly if you're doing a sex scene or kissing you're not gonna be like well this is how the character would happen. you just do what you would you know 
<laughs> like, don't try to, t- like, when you see a character doing a sex scene, you're like, well, that's how you fuck. I mean, it, it's just it. It's like, you're not like, well, the character might, might, like, put his hand on the wall. It's like, <laughs> you're doing, you know what I mean? Let's just be real. That's why I've never been on top in a scene. And so, <laughs> so, like, also, like, kiss, like, sometimes in a lot of romantic comedies, actors, and I'm not faulting you guys that, that came before us, because we had to look to people before us. And then I'm on all these sets with, and I'm like, you guys are really in flirting. Like, you're, re- you know, and, like, to have the chemistry that you and Monica have, and the, it felt to me like, wh- like, how I felt when I watched Princess Bride. When I was, wow. a ki- when I was f- 12. I'm in this movie. I know it's fake. You guys, I was there. It's fake. But you know what I mean? I was like, I was swept away. And I think I'm probably one of the more cynical people at this point. And I was like, I was like rooting for you too. To like, I was like, I was with um two other people and they're watching it. And then I got this phone call and they're like, shut up. Like we have to see what's going to happen. And I mean, even though we're like, we know on some level they're probably going to end up together, but everyone was like, shh, what's going to, like everyone was so invested. And I was like, I cannot remember the last time I didn't watch a romantic comedy and go, okay. All right. You know what I mean? It was so, it made me feel like a 12 year old girl watching pretty woman, which yes, is about a prostitute. Maybe we shouldn't have watched that at 12, but sex worker. We don't say that anymore. Street horror, whatever. Um, And let me, was there ever a time where you were on set and you were like, I get insecure about like, I don't want to be too cool for, I'm too cool for school. I don't want to be vulnerable. I, you know, sometimes we'll do the take that's kind of a little less open because it's embarrassing to Mm -hmm. be vulnerable. Was there ever a moment in there where you and Jonah, the director, were like, let's just be the white knight in this moment because I think a lot of male actors like yeah well I'm not going to be the white knight we want the white we want the most incredible love story that can be told that's not toxic and you guys did that how I mean honestly Monica is amazing in this and working with her was a blast. And you met her over Zoom because it was the pandemic. Yeah, and I had COVID. So, uh He literally didn't have taste, and he still had good taste. <laughs> I was stuck in Madrid. Jonah wanted to do chem reads. And I and and so did I cuz everyone mean, should. I mean, it, that's what makes or breaks a rom-com. It's really all about the chemistry that that the two romantic leads have. And that doesn't mean they have to be in love in real life. You no. can both be married. It's no. just like No, no, no. Do we Sometimes I've been in situations where I'm in a scene with someone that's I'm supposed to be dating, and I can't even like hear what they're saying. They'll be like, "How was your day?" And I'm like, "Huh?" Like it, we just aren't the same ilk. It's hard to explain, yeah. but we can, I don't feel like I can go. Was that good? I'm so, like chemistry is not a, just about on screen. It's about you're spending two months with someone all day, every day. I mean, I remember perfectly. You know, so I was. I was going to be in L.A. doing the chem reads, but I was in Madrid. I got COVID. I was stuck in Madrid. It was like four in the morning. I was doing these chem reads. And Monica was the first actress. And I was just so out of it. I couldn't figure out the Zoom and how to work. And she was like, no, no, no. Like, just try this and do that. And and from that second, from that instant, I was just like, 
This is it. That's just her. Yeah. Like when you talk about chemistry, yeah. You know, like what, like what, what, what you were just talking about. You know, and I just saw Jonah's look, and you know, he was just texting me like, he's like, yes, yes, let's get her, lock her down. And we started doing the scenes, and you know, Monica just, you know, it just brought it. You and know. it's a shame she's not gorgeous enough to be a leading lady. I mean, it's a shame. You know what I mean? It's a shame. I saw Monica in person for the first time, and she looks like a Westworld robot. You're like, how are you? And can I tell you the secret to her, her beauty? It's inside, too. Her dad is a neurosurgeon. She's Her guy is a naval. She's not like a Hollywood. The character I play, I just went every piece of bad behavior I've seen I'm going to put into this character so that people go oh I shouldn't act like that I mean that Shirley Temple it gets me every single it's time it's true <laughs> this business was built on the back of a four year old toddler named Shirley Temple I will say it all day long every day so blood on your hands justice for Shirley Temple and I'm going to say this once no I'm not I'm going to say it all at once in the next hour. Shirley Temple was four when she was the star of all these movies, right? Four or five. That means she was cast at two because it takes two years to make a movie. We know how movies get made. So, and then if she was cast, that means a hundred other toddlers came in to audition and people went, not pretty enough, not good. So for every one actress, child actress you see on scene, there were 200 that were rejected as babies. Dim, dim, dimple's not deep enough. Get rid of her. What? And then for every scene you see her in, sitting on men's laps with no mom in sight, no babies, nothing. That means that scene was choreographed for two days. They had to go, surely do it again. And, just, and then when they said cut, she was sitting on the lap in real life, waiting for the next, you know what I mean? It's like- yeah. It wasn't just what you saw. There was costume designers who were like, we got to make the, we have to cover the diaper. Like they went, they spent five days deciding the length of the skirt. Anyway, thank you for letting me put it in the movie. <laughs> I love the fact that we're call, you're calling out Hollywood while also celebrating the best, the things that Hollywood does best. You just feel how the vibe, like, and also to have a scene play out for five, six minutes. Movies now, they're like, they're just making scenes to get them over with. It's like, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Story, story, story. Letting a scene breathe. When Monica's character is processing with them about what to do, the, leaving in, because usually you're in post and people cut it, cut it. We need the scene shorter. Why? Yeah. No one goes yeah. to see a movie to be like, let's get out of here. I'd rather this be short than good. Audiences are like, I'm on a date. I would love a movie that's this that can you make this longer and good instead of why are you trying to save my time? I I'm coming to a movie, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. It didn't feel like cut too tight. Does that this is you, I feel like you're looking at me like, yeah, Whitney, we know. No, 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 no. But I think I, most I, viewers don't haven't seen a movie like this in like 15 years in a romantic comedy in America at least. Uh, it's just, it's just Hearing all of this makes my day, really. I mean, especially coming from you, you know. It's not you, the even this. I've said this before. Before I had this tequila, he, he doesn't make a tequila that makes you compliment him. By the way, 
That's the secret. He's like, we need a tequila that makes, <laughs> I was doing that before this. He didn't roofie me. So it's like, I just hope you're ready. Like, do you want to be more, I, I, are you okay with being as famous as you are and how you're going to get? I, I honestly don't even think of that. Smart. You know, like I, I just, I love what I do. I feel so lucky to be able to do what I love and what I'm passionate and about. And you're really good about not surrounding yourself with anyone that like uses you or has ulterior motives. That's hard to do though. I try to surround myself with, with good people. Like I said, I'm really close to my family. That that keeps me grounded in a big good. way. My sister. And they'll tell you if someone comes around, they're like, I don't know about this person, oh, you know? Yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, my sister was working with JP Morgan. You know, like she went to Duke. She's a she's so smart. And I was like, Natalia, please, you know, come, come, come join the company. You know, she's, she's been around what I do for a very long. I've been doing this for 20 years. I started when I was 12. So she's been around it a lot. Uh, but, you know, and, you know, having her, having Josh Glick, who's my manager and best friend, who's also one of the producers in the movie, Dave Burnin, who was my roommate, producer, you know, who just... They're my friends. I, I've I, never I, had a roommate that can produce anything but puke and trash. <laughs> Sorry. You had a roommate with their shit together? That literally never happens. Not sure if he has his shit together. But... <laughs> he has your shit together. That's all that matters. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But if you ever had a moment where you were just like, not ungrateful, but just like, oh, I kind of just wish I wasn't famous just today. Yes. But then I moved to the States. I had to start again from ground zero. <laughs> and then yeah. I was like, oh shit. America doesn't give a shit about you, people. Be Kylie mm. Minogue, remember Kylie yeah. Minogue? Oh, yeah. La la la, that song. Robbie Williams. <laughs> no one gave a shit, dude. No one cared. Couldn't, I mean, he he biggest star everywhere in the world, but in the US, that's why he lived here. But you know, then I moved here and I had to start again from ground zero. And I was like, damn, you know. You're pre-reading for a, <laughs> Uh, uh, like a, a co-star you're like um guys i <laughs> yeah and then you start to appreciate it. you know you're like you know, just be thankful yeah and then um what's next i'm gonna what's next is i'm gonna let you go eventually um from being captive in my house but are you able to still like balance your music career also like do you have to pick for people that are like i i want to see him on tour well that like what's I put music on hold in like 2015, which was like the last time that I released something because you just can't do both at the yeah. same time. It's impossible. Would you, you know? ever do a musical movie? I I, I would do another. The, the first movie I ever did was Rock of Ages with, uh, with, with Tom Cruise. And he's another one. I mean, he was so great when, you know, I, it was my first movie yeah. and I was... I was so nervous. I was shitting my pants. Yeah. Like, Movie with Tom Cruise, Alec Baldwin, Catherine Zeta-Jones, Paul Giamatti. Alec Brian Baldwin, you just got to bob, you know. <laughs> I'd be shitting my pants too. Like, <laughs> no, it's okay. You're not a you're not a woman, so it's fine. You're safe. Sorry. You're not the only female DP we have. You got her. Sorry. No, we have Reed Barano. Just, you know. I had a project with Alec Baldwin. He played my dad in a sitcom and it didn't work out. So, dodge the bullet. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I'll cut that if you want. Sorry. <laughs> it's the tequila. <laughs> the tequila made me say it. <laughs> I was, anyway. No, but I mean, you know, I was, I was, I was so nervous going in, and I remember, uh, we're at the table read, and. You know, I, I, I'd done a couple of TV shows here and done table reads. And, you know, they were like, you know, just the cast. Of course. And they come up to me. They're like, Diego, do you want to play guitar for the table? I'm like, yeah, of course. They're like, but you just learned how to play guitar. Yeah. Well, then I'll practice. Of course. Yeah. I show up and there's 150 people, all the heads of the studio. There's a huge table. There's microphones. There's speakers. And I'm going, oh, shit. By the way, that's not normal to have. My, when you go into a table read, that's just not on camera. This is when we just practice the script. It's we do a dry rehearsal to yeah. show the writers. When they put a microphone on you, you're like, wait a minute. This is not how we did it at that apartment for my last product. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's so intense for no rows reason. And rows of studio execs there. And I look over my left shoulder. Tom Cruise is walking out in character after being in the makeup chair for four hours. And then I look to my right and Alec is so nervous he can't even highlight his own lines. And I'm like, oh, great. This is going to be one of those table reads when, you know, they fire the actor because they fucked up. Happens all the time. Which happens all the time. And I'm like, well, I can't back down. I said I was going to play guitar, whatever. And I had never played guitar and sung uh, in front of, I, I literally just learned how to play Don't Stop Believing. And it was like two weeks into guitar lessons. Amazing. So the prop master comes in. He's like, you know, giving me the guitar. He's like, yeah, good luck. And I'm like, okay, shit. And I, I start playing Don't Stop Believing. The table read, I mean, the room is not cold. It's freezing. Not a single. And then all of a sudden, Tom was sitting two chairs to my right. He stands up. The room goes silence, like someone pressed pause. And he just comes up to me. What are you doing tonight? I was like, uh, watching Game of Thrones. He's like, no, let's learn how to play guitar together. You know, let's do guitar lessons. You know, we're both learn learning from the same dude from EJ. And I'm like, I'm like yeah, of course. Yeah, oh, tonight. I'll, of course. I'll, yeah, great, great. I'm, th I'm thinking, you know, he's just being nice, right? That night, I'm watching Game of Thrones, 8 p.m., or private or block number. Hi. Diego, it's Tom. Come on up. We're just, you know, we're all staying in the same apartment building in South Beach, beautiful building, the continuum. I'm in this beautiful apartment. He's in the penthouse, of course. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Uh, he's like, just come on up. He's like, I'm going to send the jet to get you to the second floor. <laughs> what? <laughs> and and, I, and I, I go up with my, with my, with my guitar. EJ's there, who's the, who's the guitar coach. Uh, and uh, he gives me a notepad and a, and a pen. And he goes, listen, man, I jump off of buildings. I do my own stunts. They asked me if I wanted to play guitar. I said no. Uh, and then I saw you, you know, <laughs> and you just play guitar. I mean, it, it kind of reminded me like of He's me like, and your hairline made me want to jump off a building. For real. <laughs> he's, he's like, listen, uh, here's everything I wish I knew when I was 20 years old. Ah. Oh. Just, just, you know, and he it was like, he would. We, we spoke about Paul Newman. Uh, he told me about working with Dustin Hoffman in Rain Man. Also, Paul Newman, real quick, I, you remind me of Paul Newman because you know that he did those salad dressings. Yeah, Newman's own. And he donates all the proceeds. 
He didn't, he, that was like, he was a good person off camera. Yeah. I love that shit. Yeah. And yeah. And, and, and hot. And a great actor. And hot. <laughs> was he good? I don't know. He's hot. I just, I, I, I just, I was a kid. I would look at the salad dressing and be like, that makes my, my lower regions feel weird. <laughs> Blue cheese plus his face. Like what more do you need? That was like my porn. <laughs> Like just like eating a blue cheese and like I would just drink it like the vinaigrette. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Paul Newman. Yeah, well, so Paul Paul Newman, Dustin Hoffman, and he's like, "This is everything I wish I knew when I was." Oh no, he starts asking me about just literally everything about me. Uh, Where'd your parent, parents meet? How long have they been together? So all the stuff I should have been doing on this podcast, he did. <laughs> I mean, he's like asking me like like where my mom was born, how old my siblings were, uh, it, just everything. And by the way, he really wants to know the answer. Like sometimes no. people ask shit like that and they're Truthfully. just being bullshit. No. Three weeks later, my brother came to set. He was waiting for me outside the bathroom. And Tom walks up and was like, oh, are, are, you, are you going? And he's like, no, 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 I'm just waiting for my older brother. He goes, oh, you're Santiago. My brother just goes, just white. Uh, yeah. It's like, Diego told me, all about, you, you love basketball, right? You, you love the Lakers. You know, my, my son's coming in, coming in this weekend. Let's, let's play ball this weekend. But that's like, to me, I'm going to say it. You cannot be the biggest star in the world and beguile millions of people and not be like that off camera. I don't think you can fake that for that long. He knew everyone's, not only everyone's name on, on the crew, their wives, their kids. I mean, everyone in that movie would have taken a bullet for him. Yeah. Like, including me. Yeah, you know, I, I, was, I was like, just like. And Alec Baldwin was going to make sure they did. <laughs> I just keep on just like, just. Sorry. <laughs> just, I know you're just, like, just you're going, my publicist is going to make sure no, we cut no. that out. <laughs> Let me make sure there's a clean cut there. You're holding because you. <laughs> Sorry. What? I mean, Alec, whatever. You know me. We're homies. Can I tell you something? This is the biggest endorsement I can have for a tequila. Diego has had three sips and I'm not even stressing him out. <laughs> you know how incredible that is i'm like Bleh. and he's like yeah totally <laughs> he's just surfing this like it's a wave most people when they do this podcast they feel like a trapped animal in a cage fighting for their life oh no i, I don't feel that at all you're just like I'm, 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 I'm having a blast talking to you and i love this cologne I'm, I'm like I'm like constantly just I'm so glad you like it. <laughs> yeah. It's it was by the way buying a man cologne who you're not in a relationship with is weird. There were a couple times where I was like buying cologne too intimate, weird gift. No, no. no. It's so damn good. If your girlfriend hates it, it goes in the trash. Okay. Cuz okay. I don't want her to be like I'm smell, you know. It's tobacco smell. Why do I it's love so good. It's really good. Um, so real quick, before we go, when is this going to be available in America? Because this is going to change everything. The goal is to make this the number one silver tequila in Mexico and then bring it to the States and tell that story and be like, listen, this is the number one silver tequila in Mexico. Yep. It's not 200 bucks. Nope. Not hundred bucks. $35, $32. Insane. 
Can I pitch taglines real quick and then you go? Uh, absolutely. Who says I want to go? By the way, I I'm just like feel like I'm holding you captive, and then he's he's starting to disassociate. How do I pronounce it without being racist? De frente. De frente. Perfect. De frente. Tequila that won't make you text your ex. De frente. All the upsides of tequila without masturbating in public. The frente. You will murder absolutely zero hookers. Uh, I mean, I could do this all day. The frente. You want to be the face of it? <laughs> kind of. De frente. You will not puke in a graveyard. De frente. You will not puke on anyone's grave by accident. I once got wasted and got lost in a graveyard. De frente. You will not spend more than $35 on tequila. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, it's just... It's tequila without all the bad decisions and migraines. Yes. You know that the stereotype for tequila is that it makes you make bad decisions. That's yeah. not this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just you wait for Mexico City. There's, it, it is, it is going to be it's so It's going to be the most fun, fun shit ever. So much fun. And you have to go to San Miguel de Allende. But when am I going to do that? Heart. Is that, that's when, a separate trip though. I, uh, yeah. That's, yeah. So... You, you can fly to Mexico City. It's a three-hour drive. I, my aunt and uncle live there. Like, you can stay with them. You By will the way, love them. don't offer shit like that because I'll be like, hey, I'm here. What's the address? I'm serious. Okay. I'm serious. You I'm like, will... what about Bob? Have you seen that movie? No. Oh, my God. It's the it's Bill Murray, Richard Dreyfuss. It's, I've seen a lot of movies that are old because I had an older brother. Uh-huh. It's what about Bob? Bill Murray. It's his therapist. He gets so emotionally attached to his therapist that he has to be with his therapist. And the therapist says, I'm taking a week off to go on vacation with my wife and his family. And Bill Murray shows up because he's like, hey, I need to talk. And he go, he won't leave. Like, it's called What About Bob? Like, he'll just, I will show up and be like, I'm here. Please do. Please and you'll be like, I, that was kind of a, 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 I just said that. And now you're at my aunt's house and I'm shooting. Like, you know what I mean? I'll take you up on it. You will love it. I, I'm. You have to come. This you, 2023 is the year that I actually go on a vacation for real without working through the whole vacation. You will fall in love with San Miguel Allende, especially after seeing your house and like the vibe that you like and everything. It is. It's it's a magical town. Mm -hmm. it, it just is. Here's the thing. Every time I drive over the Mexico border, I get stopped because of what's in my purse. This is the year. They let me in and I stay. And you stay. <laughs> okay. There's a couple stem cell treatments they only offer in Mexico. So I will be there very soon. <laughs> I hear the cocaine's way better. That's where I'm going to do cocaine for the first time. <laughs> so I, like joking, I, I can't, do, I don't ever want to do cocaine. I feel like I would start a, I can't start any new businesses. I mean... People always say, they're like, Whitney, you have to try cocaine. I'm like, no, I don't want to make any new friends and I don't want to start new businesses. I already have enough. I think that's what happens. We need to find you a good Mexican dude. Yes, please. Okay. I want like and a cowboy, like a rancher, uh, like a like a horse guy. Yeah. Cowboy boots. The Yellowstone of Mexico. 
correct. I'm on it. Like a country fucking guy that can build houses and like make me squirt. <laughs> Sorry, I've never, I feel like everyone's squirting. I'm like, I don't, I, 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 don't, I think you guys are just peeing. Like, I don't think, I'm not out here squirting. Maybe I'm just dehydrated. I don't know, but I feel like there's a lot of things sexually that are happening that I'm not getting. And I think I need to stop dating Hollywood people that, yeah, you know, I love being an actor, but I'm not acting in the bedroom anymore. Those days are over. He's like literally pocket dialing his publicist. He's like, (laughs) but yes, I don't, dude, I can't with these white guys. It's a nightmare. They're sorry. They need so much sunscreen. Like, can I tell you, vacate? (laughs) I just want a vacation with a guy that I don't have to put sunscreen on their back. (laughs) White guys are a nightmare. Even when I vacation in Mexico, if you bring a white guy, they just ruin everything. Like went to Tulum for two weeks. The guy's sunburned after day one. I went to Puerto Vallarta with a guy. He's like scared of snakes. I'm like, I just need a guy that's Mexican. Because you can't enjoy Mexico with a white American guy. They don't get it. No. No. They're rude to the staff. You're like, what are you doing? No, just, I'm I'm telling you, we're going to do Mexico City. Swear to God. And then we're going to do San Miguel. In this podcast, like when you look. I'm not ever going to ask the same questions other people ask you. When I do an interview and people go, what's it like being a female comedian? I'm like, I've answered that somewhere. 15, ask me a question no one's asked. People already have seen all your other interviews. They're coming here to see a side of you, right? So it's my job to make sure I'm asking things no one's asked you. Yeah, I love that. You know, so you're not bored. I'm not bored and they're not bored. And so I try so hard in my life now to be sagacious with my time and to make sure I don't let anyone into my life romantically, professionally, platonically that is dangerous, even though it's not their fault, right? Someone that's, you know, has ulterior motives, someone who's not healed yet, someone that had, you know, saw something in their childhood, they're repeating what they saw. Mm -hmm. I believe everyone is just doing what they were programmed to do unless they've actively worked to deprogram. So sometimes people hurt people by accident. Hurt people hurt people, right? What is something you've learned over time that is a red flag in a new person, whether you're hiring, dating, anything. And it's not their fault. We're not judging. But like, for example, I always say to guys, if a girl asks you to take a picture of them on a first date for their social media, that's a red flag. You know, mm-hmm. I know guys that are like, I want to date with this girl. And she was like, can you take oh, a picture know. of me? I know what. Someone who's flag. dating you and doesn't put you on their social media. You're famous. So it's different. But like things like that. Huge red flag for me is if I'm on a date and the girl that I'm on a date with is, you know, treats the waiter or whoever poorly. I'm not clapping loud so the sound doesn't suck. Number one red flag. One day, that's going to be you. That they talk, that they talk, if, 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 if they talk to the waiter like that. One day they're going to talk to you like that. I love that you say this because behind you, not bragging, Two Broke Girls, the, sh- the pilot episode of this, the waitress. Yeah, yeah. The pilot was her being a waitress and the the big, the opening cold open was uh, Kat Denning's character yeah. coming out. And the, the disrespectful people going, waitress, waitress, that was the open. 
And she went, she goes, yes, can I help you? Can I help you? And she was rude back going, what would you like to have to eat tonight? You know? And then she goes like, da da da, something, something. And we got in trouble, but they aired it and we fought for it. And she went, because when you do this, it makes my vagina dry up, (laughs) whatever. And so it's like that, the fact that it's just disrespect, treating people that are service people as if they're less than you. Like just because someone's waiting on you, just because someone works at a boutique does not mean they're beneath you. Amen. Or Amen. rude to their employees. Just because someone works for you does not mean you get, you're not, I, I had this conversation today with everyone. I went, just because you're not paid to feel bad at this job. If you're confused or feel bad, it's my job to make sure that you have the information you need to not be confused. It's my fault if you're confused. You know, and I think a lot of employers kind of get off I'm watching their employees go, <gasps> that's not what you're, you're not employing someone so they get cancer at your job, you know? Yeah. Remember you walked in and I said, new policy, the end of every day, 15 minute t- dance t- party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 15 minute dance party. We're going to dance to the Beyonce song, energy, energy. This in five years will get me canceled because employees are going to go, I had to dance with Whitney. <laughs> for 15 minutes at her house and she thought it was like build morale but it was kind of just creepy <laughs> like that could go sideways but my heart's in the right place <laughs> hey what, what's up with Whitney uh, uh, she, I, she can't make the sequel to At Midnight because she's in a lawsuit no. oh because her employee's suing her I said to Grace and, and Katie I was like end of every day why don't we do a 15 minute dance party just to like shake it off and like yeah. remind ourselves that we're all dying and we're, we can't take ourselves too seriously. They were like, uh, <laughs> they just literally left. Grace was like, um, good. <laughs> I'm just dancing with my employees. Like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. They're like, HR help. Gross. I'm like, take your clothes. Let's go. Let's just, <laughs> let's get in the hot tub together. This is how it starts. This is, this is Ellen 20 years ago was like, guys, dance party. Your heart was in the right place. It really was. That's that's all that counts. See, now that I'm drinking this your tequila, I'm thinking more clearly. That never happens. I had two sips of this and I was like, dance party, bad idea. <laughs> I make better decisions drinking this. That never happens. Uh, At Midnight comes out. Par- so you guys, the 10th, it will be streaming on Paramount Plus. Yes, worldwide. And the kind of laughter you're getting in this movie is medicine, period. So just take your medicine. Take your medicine. Salud. I love, salud, <laughs> salud. I'm gonna really, I'm learning Spanish, you guys. I, I'm making this promise on this podcast Done. today. Done. I'm not Done. gonna be perfect. No. But I'm gonna get it right. Love it. I'm a what, Haley? We end this podcast. We say the same thing at the end of every podcast. And guess what? Our our glasses. Can you see this? What do we say? On three, Haley. One, two, three. Don't don't ride elephants. I love you guys. Bye. It's always the right time deal.
Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> But it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.